Welcome to the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. I've been a personal stylist in London for the last 14 years and this podcast aims to help you elevate your style and really get clear on the clothes that speak to you. It's not about consuming more, it's about getting that clarity so that you can feel great about your wardrobe and feel confident every day you get dressed. Mistakes are made when you don't have clarity on your style and the clothes we wear really impact our confidence. So it's really worth taking a bit of time to work out what works for you. This week on the podcast, I'm talking fashion and confidence with Hannah Pern, who is an acupuncturist and fertility expert with two clinics in London. She also works online and helps people who are trying to conceive. Hannah is also a massive, massive lover of fashion and a huge lover of jumpsuits as well and she comes on the podcast she's actually been on here before I enjoyed our chat so much we're having another chat today and it's all about confidence the power of clothes and how what you wear can really impact your day I hope you enjoy this episode so I'm welcoming back onto the podcast today Hannah Pern from the eponymous that's that's right, isn't it? When it's your name, your business. Name. I don't know. Is eponymous <laughs> like when someone has an album that's named after themselves? What's Hannah Pern, acupuncture, and the lovely Hannah. She she specialises in acupuncture for fertility. Now it's better, really, if she introduces herself and just explains a bit about what she does. But she's a fellow lover of fashion, and we're going to get into things like signature styles. Would you plan your outfits for a whole week would that take pressure off on life would would that suit you and how she describes her style in three words if she's got her eye on anything this season any new brands that she's spotted and of course it would have been remiss of me not to talk about how hormones can affect how you dress and how you yes. shop because yeah. Hannah is an expert in that area so yeah. welcome Hannah thank you so much for coming on the podcast again absolute pleasure this is like the intersection of my two favorite things so if you think like my two favorite things in life to talk about are hormones fertility women's health and fashion and so this is like my perfect place of happiness yes. excellent right we're, we started off well then what, what is it exactly that you can you explain like introduce yourself your business and what yeah so we are a team of therapists. So we've got two clinics in London um, and we're a team of therapists who specialize in supporting people with fertility struggles. So whether that is menstrual cycle issues, so like endometriosis, polycystic ovaries, pelvic inflammatory disease, or whether it's people trying to conceive naturally or people, lots of people come to our clinic who are going through IVF or they want to prepare for IVF. So we are acupuncturists. We're like five uh, acupuncturists. We have a nutritionist. We have a reflexologist. We have an emotional fertility coach who supports kind of mental and emotional health because it's a really important part of our work. And yeah, that's kind of like our, our speciality is really, I mean, I would like to say it's men and women, but actually it's mostly women that we see in our clinic. And the acupuncture affects the sort of whole world. There's, there's a lot to it. I mean, obviously you've yeah. just 
explained there's, there's yeah. a whole lot to it but hormone you know it helps with the hormones and that yeah. side of things it helps sort of balance hormones and a yeah. lot of it is around this idea of reducing stress you know kind of switching off that stress response returning the body to kind of like that rest and digest sympathetic nervous system state where you know when you're relaxed and calm you're all of your body systems whether it's your reproductive system your immune system your digestive system they all work a lot better because they're not under the influence of stress so if you take that kind of stress away you kind of reset the body and you remind the body about you know going into that sort of calmer relaxed space is is always really good because so often we're in that fight and flight place which really can impact so many different systems in our body so on a very simple level that's kind of what acupuncture does and you know we are there you know we we work with people long term so at least three to six months we often are on a journey with people and we're there to kind of support them through a very difficult time of life because when you're trying to conceive and it's not happening it's one of the most stressful stressful things that you can go through in life so yeah that's what we do amazing well hormones I mean you know the fertility thing obviously that's like you say it's like incredibly stressful if you're yeah trying to have a child it's not happening and you know culturally as well we've you know we have babies later don't we yeah um I mean you know back in the uh, parents day it wasn't it was normal if you had a baby at like 21 22 yeah, yeah. um now the average age is around 30 to start your family so it's it's right. a significant difference yeah okay so that is a big difference yeah and yeah, I guess that with with that comes, you know, and then, you know, you watch, you see celebrity articles. I saw an article the other day with Heidi Klum, Klum, yeah. Klum yeah. saying she's not against thinking of having a family with her husband. She's 49. Yeah. And I, I find, I think that's, that kind of thing's quite damaging. I just think yeah. it's. Yeah, I mean, the, th the thing is, is that you can, you c it is possible to have children at 49, but you, it's very unlikely that you would use your own eggs you would probably I mean definitely have to use a donor egg and the thing about celebrities is that sometimes they you know they they talk about that quite openly and sometimes they don't and I think this idea that you could start a family naturally at 49 is not a, not a true one because it's just you know physically very very difficult because as a female's egg quality declines from about 37 38 so you know it's very, very difficult to get pregnant naturally at 49. And so however you want to have your family is absolutely fine. But I think it's about being honest about that. So people have a real understanding of what you mean by starting a family at 49. Yeah, the facts. What are the actual yeah. facts behind yeah. that, that sort of article? Yeah. But so so with, with hormones, let's go to hormones yeah. are so powerful, which I found out when I went into perimenopause at 44 and oestrogen uh, just decided to leave the building and yeah. basically I suddenly stopped sleeping and couldn't function and yeah. turned it turned into a bit of a psychopath as well yeah. for a while as well so it's just like, had a huge effect on me like my mental health it just showed me how powerful yes those are and how they, yeah. they kind of rule you and run you yeah absolutely and 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 I think that thing about ruling you and running you is very true when you don't know what's happening and you don't understand them 
And because we've not really been given a lot of education, so a lot of the stuff I do online um, is around educating people about their hormones and their menstrual cycle, because whether you're trying to conceive or not, it informs so much of your life. It informs your thinking, your feeling, your energy levels so much. And when you don't understand that and you don't have an appreciation of the massive impact that you can have it's very easy when they start to change or they go awry that you think it's yourself you know that you think like you've just said I thought I was going nuts or you know I, I, I turned into a psychopath lots of people blame themselves and and actually there's always a very physiological part of that emotion that's happening and you know lots and lots of women who are perimenopausal are put on antidepressants because they go to the GP and it is assumed that they are depressed or they're anxious. And actually, I'm not saying that they're not, but that, that that anxiety or that depression has a hormonal element to it. And unless you address that hormonal element, then prescribing antibiotic, antidepressants is not going to make it better. It's going to, for lots and lots of people, it makes it worse because they start taking the antidepressants and they don't feel that much better. And yeah. it does work. So then they're like, so what is actually going on here? So. It's if you are not, if you can really understand how your hormones influence you at every stage of your life, then you feel a bit more in control about what's happening to you. Well, mine was definitely estrogen because as soon as I'm, I'm on my estrogen gel, it, it, yeah. it, it's changed me back to my more balanced self. And I'm yeah. just, you know, a lot more balanced. Now, that, so we're going to go into like, you know, how hormones affect. So they affect how you feel, obviously. Yeah. How yeah, you operate yeah. on a day-to-day basis, you ride that roller coaster every month of, you know, you, you get the sort of bit where you feel fantastic. So sort of just after your period. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you can start to feel a bit a bit rubbish towards the end. And yeah. they they say, don't shop when you've got PMT. Don't shop yeah. for clothes. I think it's because it because it affects how you think, literally, the, the power yeah, of yeah. it. Yes. Do you it, think there's it, truth in that? I, I absolutely think it's true. And I think we've all been there where you can put an outfit on one day and you'll be like, yeah, I like this outfit. This is good. And then you'll put it on again and you're like, this is absolutely horrific. I don't I don't know how I can wear this. You know, and that, is, that can be a real extreme. And that used to happen to me for years and years and years. And I had no idea what it was that had changed. Why did it suddenly go from, yeah, this is okay to not. And it's definitely the impact of hormones changing how you think and feel. Because, you know, I have, in fact, this jumpsuit that I'm wearing at the moment, it has a tight band around it, sort of around the middle. And so if I'm pre-ovulation, and so I'm under the influence of estrogen, I'm less bloated. And so, you know, the tightness around the waist feels absolutely fine. I find it flattering. If I wear this jumpsuit just before my period is due, when I'm filled with progesterone and I'm feeling really bloated, it feels quite tight and like cumbersome around my middle. And I feel really like uncomfortable in it. And so that is a classic example of how different you can feel depending on where you are in your hormonal cycle. Water retention. Yeah. All of that as well. Yeah. And just I think progesterone can kind of make you, you know, estrogen is all about you getting out into the world and finding a partner. So on a very kind of like think of it when we were back in the cave, estrogen is there to make you go out, find a partner and have sex with them, basically, because every single menstrual cycle is all about getting you to reproduce it's trying to the whole system is there to get you pregnant so you know if you think about it in terms of 
clothing you know maybe you want to you know dress more sexily maybe you want to like you know be more kind of out in the world maybe you'd be more kind of exuberant in your outfit choices but once you have ovulated your body doesn't know if you're pregnant or not until your period comes it kind of assumes that you are and progesterone it's kind of stands for progestation and it basically it's like a holding comforting blanket and it wants to keep you safe it wants to keep you in it wants to protect you it doesn't want you going out running out of the cave like looking for another man or any of that kind right. of thing. it wants you in the cave it wants you feeding just to nourish yourself in case there's any potential pregnancy there so if you think about that from like a clothes shopping whatever point of view it you're not kind of ready to be out the world it's a very sort of internal time for lots and lots of people so it's a different it's a different thought process it's a, it switches the brain thought processes so you, you're thinking differently about yourself and what your choices are Oh, totally. I mean, I was just thinking to myself about how I'd eat peanut butter out the jar when I was like just about to, you know, yes. literally spoonfuls of peanut yeah. butter. Yeah. Crying chocolate in. Yeah. I was just like, ah. And that's that's a very kind of thing because your body's like, well, we could be pregnant now, so we need the fuel. So let's eat. That's basically what's happening. The power of nature. But you know, definitely as well, you sort of feel more sexy when you get that that sort of ovulation phase. Yeah. You want to wear something a bit more sexy and you're sort of up for going out and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And but PMT, do not shop. That's definitely a, a true thing. Yeah, because I think when you, buying... you will end up buying something that probably you won't like because also when you've got PMT, your serotonin, so your serotonin, like all your good hormones and your feel-good um. Uh, hormones that you have dopamine they're all at their lowest ebb so the way you think and feel about yourself is probably not at its best you know the kind of lots of people get the 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 um critical talk going on the kind of anxiety going on the questioning of their themselves that often happens because we have that sort of drop in the kind of positivity hormones and so making a decision about what to wear is an absolute nightmare at that point in your cycle it's really hard you feel less confident and then you can't it's, when you're less confident it's harder to make choices to make real kind of commit yeah. to choice you know that yeah. kind of thing because you're not in that sort of mindset yeah, I mean yeah. what what about so I read an article I was going to bring this up today because I thought this was quite interesting this article this magazine editor yeah said, because clothes obviously change how you feel if you've got a really big job you've got stuff going on you know if you're running a course or you're pre presenting you're pitching whatever you want that confidence. You want people to look at you and think she looks confident. She's in control, but you also want to be feeling confident as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I address very much how I feel. So we've just been talking about how hormones make you feel and how certain times of the month you're like, oh, I want to look sexy, blah, blah, blah. You know, but I will get up in the morning and I will think, how do I feel today? I do think, what have I got in the diary today? So I'm very lucky today. I am doing this podcast with you, talking about fashion. Then I'm going off with my two best mates for lunch. Today. Nice. I've got like a half. Yes. So I'm going to be I'm going to be wearing something fairly glamorous. So obviously where you're going, what you're doing. Yeah. X what you're wearing. But it's always how I feel. So I'll get up in the morning and say, well, I'm seeing a client today, but how do I feel? What do this magazine editor wrote this article saying that she this saves so much time? She said, This is going to change your life. 
Yeah. What you need to do on a Sunday night is you need to just plan every single outfit, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, plan them all, get them ready. Yeah. Boom. Like yeah. life changing. What do you think? No, not for me, because I'm I'm like you. I wake up in the morning and I do spend I probably spend a bit too much time thinking about what I'm going to wear. But I think, well, maybe it's not too much time because wow. it really informs how I feel on the day. And I, I like you, I think, oh, am I in clinic today? Am I working with people? And if I'm working with people, I will always dress smartly. If I've got a day where I'm working on my business and I've not got any kind of face-to-face in-person meetings, then I love a dungaree and something really comfortable, you know, and it, and I think, and that changes again, depending on where I am in my cycle. So, you know, I might wear a really loose jumpsuit. It might be a really smart jumpsuit, but it might be really loose just before my period comes because I don't want anything kind of like tight or around me and so and that can really change on a day-to-day basis depending on how you're feeling and what you're doing and where you are in your cycle so I absolutely could not do that and I I would I I could do it but I bet you I would change my thoughts on a daily basis yeah exactly because I I mean yeah because each day like you say you're gonna you might have a day where you're literally on fire and you you know you're just like literally doing everything and you're sort of in control and then another day when you're feeling a bit down obviously not just talk talking about what you've got in the diary but but for me clothes and mood are just intrinsically linked yeah I've if I've not got the right thing on that day it will really do my head in and actually interestingly I had to do a presentation recently and I bought myself a power trouser because I was like, I need, and I mean, I I literally don't need any excuse to buy something at all. If and I was like, yes, I'm gonna buy it. I re- I need a really smart trouser and I need a shirt because I need to feel smart and in control and very happy about what I'm wearing because then I can concentrate on giving the presentation. And you know, that really works for me. It always has done. It's a really important part of how I feel and present myself is what I'm wearing on that day. And did it work? Yeah, it did. Yes, yes. And I was I was very happy with them, but it was making me laugh because they were really expensive. They were from Toast. And I was like, I'm really justifying this here. But because I could have bought, but then I just thought, no, you know, you, you run your own business. You're nearly 50. If you want to buy a really nice pair of trousers from Toast, buy a really nice pair of yeah. trousers. Because if they make you feel good and they make you feel confident, then that is money well spent. And what was the, pa- how, why were they power trousers, Hannah? I, I mean, know, just because they were just like high-waisted yeah. and they were tweed. They were tweed, so they were like a really smart material. Yeah. Uh, and they were very classic and they were kind of like really tailored and they're really wide and they're absolutely beautiful. I love them. But they were they were an investment. They were, and, I, and, I, and I was like, can I put this through work? Can I put this through my business? So I'm still I'm still on that debate with my accountant. So, yeah. I think you can. You can put some of that stuff through on your business. I think it's Apparently you know, it has to have your logo on it. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. You can't put a logo on a beautiful pair of tweed toast trousers. That's outrageous. No way. But yeah, you'll have those, you know, you've got to have a few really powerful pieces in your wardrobe, a good blend. I mean, you don't want, you know, don't want to condone fast fashion anyway, but I mean, I wouldn't want to have a load of just cheap stuff. It's just sort of buying in a more intentional way. Yeah. You'll you'll get a lot more wear out of those. Yes. Absolutely. I know you love a jumpsuit. (laughs) Yeah, jumpsuit is always my go to. And it it probably has been. I was thinking about this today. It probably has been for, uh, well, if I'm nearly 50 now, I reckon for the last 
15, 20 years, it has been my go-to piece just because I find, and and I, I once counted how many I got in my wardrobe and I was about 28. So I'm not, and that oh, was a couple of years ago. Yeah, so I must be like, I don't know. Anyway, a ridiculous number. And I just think they are comfy. Most well, clearly, Hannah, you've got a signature style going on here. Yeah. This is, and jumpsuits used to be, I would say probably like, well, yeah, maybe about 15 years ago, a jumpsuit would have been quite an out there piece. Yes, there was. Right? A, yeah. And now it's like it, they're everywhere. Now. Yeah. It's like literally a wardrobe staple. It's like yeah. a, it's like some it's like your version of a dress. So I would go dress. Yeah. Yeah. I find dresses harder. I'm much more a jumpsuit. I can. You know, I I got married a few years ago and I had to wear a jumpsuit because I was like, you know, there's no point in I'm not going to have a dress. Even when you got married, you wore jumpsuit. I got married, I got married, and you know what? Just thinking about it, when I got and it was a very tight fitted jumpsuit. And talking of hormones, I ended up getting married for for the first time ever in my whole life. My period was late, and so I had to get married in a very tight fitting jumpsuit the day before my period started. Oh. Damn. Really, really, really bloated. But anyway, that's, that's just, bad timing as well. And, and you know, you would think that I would have thought about that when I set the date and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I thought about it in terms of my cycle and everything, but I really didn't. And it it yeah, it bit came to bite me. But anyway. Came to bite you back. But but yeah. do you find the so the so if you go for jumpsuits, is that a personality thing as well? Do you think that suits your personality? I think so, because they're just easy and they're quite I like them because they are I mean, they're not that different anymore, are they? Because like you say, everybody, you know, they are much more common, but they, I just think you can dress them up, dress them down, they're comfortable. Yeah, I know where I am with the jumpsuit. Let's do your three word thing. And then I'm going to ask you about if you've spotted anything else in the shops, what's coming up for spring, all that yeah. kind of thing. But I love doing the three word thing because it's, you know, this is when I, in lockdown, I created a course. Yeah. This is what I taught about find your style personality because once you take the time to step back and actually think about it find your style personality think about things that you love like a signature style it's so useful because it saves you time in the shops you know you can then really feel like yourself so you're like I'm Hannah I rock a jumpsuit yeah that's your signature style my my signature style is probably you know a dress with boot with chunky boots or yeah. gym chunky boots so it's, yeah. it's really variations on just those two things yeah. Yeah. that's kind of like you know that's my thing that I wear yeah. Um, yeah. you know and it just helps to the, a really quick easy way is to just think of three words to describe yeah. your style yeah so what how would you do yours so, do you think? I reckon it would be um smart because I do like to be smart and I do like to think about it I would say fun um more or maybe comfortable and kind of I want to say I said this before trendy but not trendy but just like on you know like fashionable but that's really that's not a very good word you, is it well you I would say you're trendy trendy let's go trendy oh, I I say that. and yeah. you said simple before is that because you don't like pattern and things yeah not I'm not I'm not a massive fan I'm a block color person I'm not Same. a huge pattern fan yeah yeah Same. I don't like pa see pattern dates really fast so yeah. if you're, you know, but you've gone for, so you've gone, so you've probably got some classic in your style, actually, Hannah, there. Yeah, it's maybe, yeah. Classic in there because you've gone for the tweed trousers. Yeah. Very classic. You, yeah. you sort of don't go for, if classic people are not drawn to pattern. 
yeah and lots and lots they like a block color or they just like quite a lot of neutrals yeah the and only pattern, smart as well the only pattern that I do like is leopard obviously I mean oh, I can wear like five different um you know types of leopard in one outfit so a leopard leopard and jumpsuit which actually I don't have but because I've never found the right one, it's not like I haven't looked, but a leopard print jumpsuit would be, again, the perfect intersection of. I think fashion. that's what you need in your life. Yeah, but I, I, I yeah, it's, I've never quite found the one that I love. So, right. So you could keep on the if lookout you, for. Yeah, if you ever see one, send it to me. I'm going to definitely I'm going to look out for that. Send it over to you. So have you spotted anything for the season? What's happening with. Yes. I've noticed I've just I told you before that I bought. This week I have made a purchase in the yeah. sale, Isabel, yeah. Isabel Morant, which I, I wouldn't, love. I love her, Isabel Morant, everything she does. I wouldn't be able to, I would, well, I wouldn't justify paying full price yeah. for it. So I've got it in the sale, a pair of combat trousers. So they, they're really back from the 90s. Remember All Saints? Yes. With their combat trousers and their little crop tops. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, all, all that, that's, that, that's back. And... <laughs> I wore it the first time around with chunky, with my DM Chelsea boots. And now yeah. I've got some Ru Russell and Bromley chunky boots. But I love yeah. that sort of military. I quite like that edgy look. Yeah. Yeah. I would then soften it. I'm on a roll now. Sorry, Hannah. I've gone on a roll with my outfit. It's an outfit recipe. So I would think <laughs> they're very masculine. The combat yeah. trousers, the chunky boots. An outfit is a recipe. Yeah. I want to balance that with a pretty... A pair of pretty earrings. Yeah, nice. A pretty necklace, lots of bangles. What else can I balance it with? The combat pants, the shape of them is quite kind of baggy. Yeah. So I want something fitted on top. So yeah. silhouette wise, I've got fitted on top. Mm -hmm. I've got bigger baggy and chunky boots on the bottom. Yeah. With some feminine touches, which yeah. is like that juxtaposition nice. of masculine and feminine. Yeah. fitted and loose yeah also the top that I wore with them was crocheted so very pretty sort of feminine Ooh, yeah black uh, crochet top so that's masculine with feminine so I always mix it's like opposites yeah. that's my yeah. recipe nice yeah so yeah. have you spotted anything I've just yeah. gone off on a tangent there about my okay. my outfit recipe um have you spotted anything in the shops I know no, you no. like sideline I do like sidelining. I'm waiting for her collection to come out. It's due out any day, I think. But I have in my basket yesterday, I found myself, I found myself, um, I saw a denim leopard print A-line skirt from Ganny. Have you seen it? I Ganny, I think I did. I was in Harvey Nichols this week and they've, yeah. they've just got starting to get all the new collections in the shops now. It's like a, it's like a high waisted. It's denim, so it's got like um, a, you know, like a button, and it's got pockets, and it's kind of like a line, and it's the Ganny sort of leopard print, which is my favourite. I've got an amazing Ganny dress that I've had for years, and unfortunately, I've ripped it about three times, and I don't. I think it's beyond repair. So I've been looking for like a replacement, and I've seen this, but it's expensive, and I keep putting it in my basket, and then not buying it because I'm like, oh, I can't justify it. I've bought two jumpsuits this month right 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 but you know would it be something that sells out do you think or could you wait for the sale I don't know I, I imagine it will probably sell out because it, it's it looks like a classic like you I was right. 
in my justification, I was thinking I could wear it now because you could wear it with tights and trainers. Yeah. Wear it in the summer because you could wear it with like sandals and a vest. It's a classic. It's 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 neither in nor out. You know, it, you would Ganny lasts for years and years and years. My Ganny dress, I think I've probably had about eight or nine years. So I know it would last. So here I am, you know, you can hear the cogs. Well, they say one in, one out as well, don't they? So if you're getting that one out, you've had it for nine years. This is the one that you're bringing in. Don't ask me to tell you not to buy things. I'm the worst person. (laughs) I just literally take, you know, any excuse like you. It sounds perfect. sounds right up your street. Uh, It is really nice. I was thinking I could wear it with like clogs. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I've got my eye on. And yeah, I'm waiting for the sideline to come out. And yeah. The sideline is a British designer. She is, I mean, you know, this is, you You have said, if you could write down exactly how you want to dress, this woman yeah. seems to have nailed it for you. For me, yeah, perfect. Yeah, because she's like, it's it's simple, stylish, classic, but a little bit edgy as well. That's what she is. You know, it's just got some, it's got lots of, you know, beautiful kind of like a puff sleeve or like a, an embroidery, but it's in a simple way, not in an overstated way. It's... Yeah, it's and anything that I bought from her. So I've got some pieces that are like three or four, five years old. They just come out time and time again. They just do not date. They're like just classic. She does interesting shapes. So, um, you know, I like the fact it's British made. That There's yeah. a lot of, you know, balloon shaped jeans. And yeah, yeah. Like you say, like sort of quite exaggerated sleeves. But yeah, it's not like hugely patterned like Steena Goa, Stein Goa. Yeah. You know, their thing is like real kind of bold, strong patterns. So that's why that's not particularly, even though it's a beautiful brand, it's not a go to for me. So it's helpful to find a brand. Yeah. That speaks to you. Yeah. And then you can just, you know, just ignore all the rest of the noise because everything's. So yeah. this, you're li- literally waiting with baited. Maybe you shouldn't get that Ganny dress until you've seen the collection well, from the sideline. kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe I'll wait and then, yeah. But then that that Ganny, you know, just talking about that skirt now is making me want to go and buy it. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. yeah, I can see the desire in your yeah. eyes. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. other tra- so trends I've noticed this year, which probably, clogs are definitely, they've been around. Everyone is loving the... Um, uh, what are the clogs everyone wears that Birkenstock is it Birkenstock? Birken- yeah I've those. got them. these ones I've got them on today look I've oh got she's them. got them yes oh you've got the yeah. fur lined yeah ones these very are, nice these are my my kids absolutely hate me wearing them out in public but I love a sock and a clog and a that that is my dream like a, a like a brightly colored sock a clog or a kind of you know Birkenstock do you think you've got Dutch heritage somewhere along Maybe. the line? Maybe, because I tell you what I really love is, you know, the Swedish has-beens. I've had Swedish has-beens again for about 20 years and they never go, they're neither in nor out. They're just a classic shoe that's comfortable, that you can wear out or in and they just make any outfit look great. Would you wear a croc? No, I'd draw the croc. No, I mean, I'd wear my Birkenstock with a sock, but not a croc. I I can't stand Crocs. No. I actually have I, I hate them. Yeah, I, me too. There's no need. There's they're purposeless. Uh, but they're so trendy. Like everyone yeah. is wearing them with socks. All the all the youngsters, all the youth. No. So I've, my friend Teresa, she, her and her whole family, they all wear Crocs. Literally, the <laughs> mum, the dad, 
and the three kids who are te- like grown up teenagers one's 20 one's like, amazing they, they all wear crocs <laughs> some with socks some without uh, they're, they're just they're so ugly yeah you see, I think a Birkenstock looks great. I think they're, but I know they're, I know they're similar, but they're just a bit softer and nicer than a croc. It's, it's the plasticness of the crocs that I don't like. Yeah, it's just like sort of toy shoes, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. Toy shoes. It's just yeah. a random trend. I think you need to see one of those genealogy things and see if you've got some scandy <laughs> roots in there. Yeah. You might have definitely. <laughs> the other thing that I've noticed is maxi skirts are really back it's a huge right. thing so midi we've had for a long time midi definitely in yeah but, so denim double denim that's really oh yes trend. yeah and you know what actually I bought a really 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 nice um cos long denim dress recently that is like it's again it's I like a collar because again it's smart and it's kind of buttoned all the way down and then it's a long a-line skirt very so nice. It's like a Where was that from? Cos. From Cos, right? Yeah. So it looks like it look almost looks like a jumpsuit, and then it goes out into a long maxi, almost to the floor, a line, smart, like simple cut, classic design, uh, denim skirt, and it's really nice. They've got them in. They've got full length. So maxi denim skirts are huge. Maxi yeah. satin skirts. So I saw a maxi denim in Zara this week. Yeah. I was. I've got my eye on. Yeah. I think that was about sixty quid or something. Yeah. Cause I never find anything for me. Cause is not for me at yeah. all. Yeah. You see, for me, it it kind of comes and goes because it's it is very me in that it's blocky, it's simple, it's straightforward. There's a cut. You know, it's quite tailored, but. Yeah, I haven't bought it. That was the first thing I bought from there for quite a long time because I, it sort of went off the boil for me. Yeah, and that's Scan, that's um, Scandi again, isn't it? They're owned by H. Well, they're H and M, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've definitely got Scandi blood, right? We're going yeah. to do. We'll, we'll do a live genealogy test on the next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I need to do that myself. Right, thank you so much. You're coming on. As, as I said, it's my two favourite topics of conversation, so yes. it's an absolute pleasure. That was lots of fun talking to Hannah about her vast collection of jumpsuits. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you are based in London and you are trying to conceive and would like Hannah's help, you can find her at Hannah Pern, that's P-E-A-R-N.com or online. She is very good on Instagram, so check her out and I will put the links underneath the show notes. So just a couple of things to mention. I now put these podcasts onto YouTube, so this is a new thing. Lots of people prefer to watch podcasts. If you are one of those people, you can go and check me out over there on YouTube. If you want any of my free styling guides, just head to lisagilbystyle.com forward slash free. And I have got a free masterclass, 45 minute masterclass on there as well for you to access and to really elevate your style in 2023 and get clarity on the clothes that really work for you. Finally, I have a free Facebook group as well. So if you'd like to join the community, that is called Style Power with Lisa Gilby. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please do take a moment to subscribe, hit that follow button and leave me a review. It would really help me massively to get up the charts. Take care and I'll see you next time.